0: Hi, welcome to The Cottage. We are a lively outpouring of an exciting adventure into God's riches glories in Christ Jesus. We really work to activate an excitement for the kingdom of God as it is in the now until it comes into its fullness. We invite you to our sessions to explore the heights and depths of God's love in a fuller bandwidth. I'm Dr. Ken, the pastor of a small independent church seeking to return to the Lord's zeal in times where apathy and lethargy rule the day of the complacent we try to shake things up and offer a temporary home as we travel this sod until we reach higher ground and connect into the everlasting life from above here on the earth as it is in heaven for more information you can email us at thecottage at dken dot that is the cottage at d-k-e-n dot cc ah oh. Welcome back to The Cottage. We're continuing our spiritual discipline series in this introduction still,
1: where we're trying to lay the foundation. And in this episode, we
0: continue with John 14, six, where Jesus said, I am the way. Tying it to our previous series. Prepare the
1: way. Father God, we just thank you for what you're doing in our midst. We are so appreciative. Uh, You are truly our pastor and you bless us as you lead us and we want to follow you and so we're seeking how to do that and we're asking for the grace, (laughs) asking for the grace to trust you more. We're asking for the grace and the ways and the means to experience that grace through our lives and we're being challenged and we receive these words of life. These beautiful words, and may we be enthralled in everything that you're doing in our lives, in our midst, despite the challenges that we face. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So we've been talking about the... I'm trying to get you set up for spiritual disciplines, and I'm just trying to introduce it slowly, uh, just to give you an idea about practices for practicing God's presence in this series, but I wanted to first just kind of you know take time and just putting our toe in the water so we left off last week in John chapter 14 and we were tracking through and verse 4 we began with Jesus telling the disciples and whither I go you know and the way you know the disciples had spent three and a half years with Jesus and he was telling them they know just by virtue of them being with Jesus and him teaching them and him leading them and them spending time with them I often like to refer it to as my relationship with my wife with Alicia Alicia is from uh, the other side of the world you know I always joke with everybody over and again all the time I say that you know people sing about crossing oceans and climb mountains I did it and so um, she comes from an entirely different culture uh, but it's actually the culture is much closer to the Bible and so when I was there in the East it was much more closer to what I was reading on the page. You may not understand it but a couple hundred years ago, a couple centuries ago, German scholars would look out the window of their universities and read their Bible and they could not see what was on the page and they looked out and so they begin to change the way that the Bible was understood to match what they saw out their window because they're looking outside and they're like, this can't be with the rise of modern science and things. And yet when I go over there to the other side of the world, I'm like Paul walking around, there's a temple on every corner, idols are everywhere just like Paul. And so, those people over there understand, when the pandemic hit over here, you guys were going to the store looking for toilet paper. When the pandemic hit over there, the Hindus were out in the streets calling on all their gods. They were turning to God. You know, I don't know how many people, I know when 9-11 happened, a lot of people turned to God. And, you know, churches were full and Bibles were being bought and everything else. But when the pandemic hit, what happened? And so we need to return to that. But Jesus is telling the disciples, you know the way. You've been with me. I'll go with them, with him, all the way where he leads me. Okay? So, he, he's telling the disciples, <clears throat> you know the way. Verse 5, Thomas said unto the Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus says, you know it. If it was a snake, it would have bit you. That's right here in front of you. And Thomas says, how can we know? And so we talked about John 14 verse 6 Jesus said unto him I am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the Father except through me so what we learn about the life of Jesus is he was constantly trying to spend his time with the Father even though he was here on earth he disappears and I keep telling you the chosen series whichever way you get that I think season 4 is is coming out um, constantly Jesus is disappearing in that series he's off being alone with the Father. He's doing these spiritual practices. And so, but he tells the disciples, I am the way. Follow me. The way I live. So I want to explore that word way and I wanted to make sure that I got it right. Uh, I had to check it uh, because there's different words used. But in the Greek, the word is hodos. Way, road, path. And the meaning In the biblical sense lexicon is a line leading to a place or point. We're we're following a trajectory. We're in line with Jesus leading the way. And if we follow that, where he's taking us, we're going to reach to that point. It's like these GPS's now. You just say to your phone, take me to here and your phone will take you there. And you just have to follow turn by turn the instructions. So he's telling the disciples, you know the way because you've been with me. You've been with me. Just do what I do. And we discussed that. And Paul says, as we discussed last week, Paul says, if you can't see God and you can't see Jesus, then Paul says, follow me because I'm following him. And one of the reasons that I get excited and I did the PhD, I did. I did a PhD in the Bible. One of the reasons why I did a PhD in the Bible is because the Bible is the primary way we know. Because it's the primary means of revelation that God has given to us about who He is. And as we learn about who God is through Scripture, we learn also about who we are being made in His image. And so... He's the way. Now, Mark chapter 1, verse 3, it says, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his password. We did a whole series on that, out of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3, but this is John the Baptist announcing that Jesus is coming. Prepare the way. Be prepared to walk this way. We talked all about that. Go back through that. It's available. We have the brochures and the cards. You can scan that. You can get those messages. You can go back through them. Where I challenged you, as God led me to, about the way. In the wilderness. away in the wilderness. Wilderness is actually, I'd love to unpack this for you, but we don't have the time. But wilderness is like a transition period. A child is in the womb. Where the child came from, but the child is in the womb, and then the child is going. And understand that we are in that paradigm of where we were before and where we're going. Unpacking that, that we got saved, but now we're here and we're looking for heaven. The paradigm. We're in the midst of that. We're in this transition period. And there's a way in the wilderness that he wants to lead us in this transition period. Until the kingdom comes. In Acts chapter 19 verse 23 it says. At the same time there arose no small stir about that way. And that is in the New Testament. This word that we're studying this morning. Is the primary term used of the believers. More than any other word. This is how they were described. And I find this fascinating maybe you don't catch it and I mentioned it several times but I want you to understand this the heathens in the book of Acts did not call them Christians they said they're the people that you know them that walk that way they're, they're told, there's something different about those people you know those people the way they act you know though, I'm talking about those people There was something totally different about those people. That they singled out this term called the way. Many Bible translations will capitalize the W in the book of Acts. Because it's just, it's the way. that You know, that way I'm talking about. Because this is brand new. It just happened. They didn't have church buildings. No one knew about this. But they could tell, hey... That person is different. We talked about Finney walking in that factory and carrying the presence of God because he spent so much time in the presence of God that it just came off of him that when he walked in, people experienced the presence of God in a powerful way and he didn't have to speak. That's the kind of way I'm talking about. When people see, wow. They don't hear us, but they see us. They feel Jesus. Because of us. That's what we're talking about. Finding ways in our life to get more in Christ. More of Jesus through the Word. It begins with the Word. You begin to read the Word. Familiarize yourself with it. Then you dig in and begin to study the Word. Then you begin to think about the Word. And it starts causing you to think over and over again. They call it meditation. But you're just constantly thinking about it. And then you begin to speak the word. Whether you pray to God and you pray His word. You join God in what God said. In other words, His word becomes your word. And it, pretty soon it becomes your way of life. And you become a living word. You become the word made flesh once again. That's what we're talking about. So in Acts 18 verses 25 and 26 it says, This man was instructed in the way of the Lord. Talking about Apollos. He was instructed in the way. John the Baptist said, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. From Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord. He knew the way. He was fervent in the Spirit. He spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only though the baptism of John. But he knew the way. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them. This couple took Apollos unto them and expounded on him the way of God more perfectly. See how that is? You may know the way, but there's always more. There's always more. You can always add more of Jesus to your life know Jesus but you can always do more I I said my parents witnesses I went after Jesus I didn't think about marriage wasn't until I met Alicia and things started unfolding that I realized that that's who I wanted to spend the rest of my life with of all the choices I had but the way that it happened is I got to know her more she got to know me more we got to know each other more and marriage, living together, having children together, we know each other more and more and more intimately. We know things about each other that nobody else knows. It's an intimacy. And as we go through this life together, as husband and wife, we begin even to know each other more and we grow together and become one and locked step walk with each other together where I was willing to be with her and her family and she's willing to be with me and mine and give up what she knows so maybe you know the way maybe you've been instructed in the way but there's more perfectly here there's more God wants to do more in our lives now he he didn't understand the coming of Jesus he hadn't heard about Jesus. He was so busy preaching about the kingdom of God coming that he heard the revelation of John that he was out so much preaching it that he didn't even know Jesus had come. But they explained unto him, expounded on him. And so that's what we're trying to do. I'm trying to expound to you the way of God more perfectly. More perfectly. That's what we're trying to achieve here. That's what we're going after. The way more perfectly. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 20. Talking about Hebrews. That the way that has been provided for us to experience Jesus now. Because he's in heaven and we have access to the throne of heaven. By a new and living way. This is just a summary. There's so many verses in Hebrews about this. Which he hath consecrated for us through the veil that is, say, his flesh. So that we by being in Christ, can experience the Father. That's what He wanted them to experience the Father. As long as He was there, they were going to be on Him. He said, I want you to be on the Father. And notice in the Lord's Prayer, it's our Father. He taught them corporately to pray together. Where is everybody else this morning? Don't they know it's our Father? Jesus taught that it's a body coming together. It's a family that comes together. That's why I said in the thank you letter that we keep coming together. It's awesome. We keep coming together. We want to eat together. Because we're Baptists, right? And Baptists don't do instant box stuff. We're not going to put God in a box and make an instant little powdered God and just add a little water and hallelujah and then go on. Just get you a quickie, happy meal and you're on your way. No, 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 no. That's not what we're after here. That's not what we're after. We're after a new and living way, a new way of life that we want more. more of Jesus. The word made flesh in John 1:14 that we know, where we read the word. The word of God now is in us. Jesus, you got saved. Okay, you have a personal knowledge of your Lord and Savior. But there's more. More perfectly. So you start with reading the word. How often do you read the word? To the point that you say, I need to study this word. I need to figure that out. What is he actually trying to tell me? These are God's word. And God spoke them to me. He What does he want me to do? Meditate on the word. You're thinking about the word. All throughout the day. You're thinking about it. It's your conversation. It's where your mind goes. When it's in neutral. Because wow. I read that this morning. But all of a sudden now. I see it differently. Because this happened. Or that happened. I was at Walmart, and this triggered, oh, this is what God was trying to tell me. He continually is having a conversation with you all day, because that word is stuck in you, so that when you're in Walmart, that word you studied is there, and God says, hey, I want to show you this. You didn't see it before, but because you went to Walmart or wherever you go, Schnucks or wherever, the gas station, To the point that you begin to say the words of God. You begin to pray. You begin to say the words of God. His word becomes your word. And out of your mouth comes what he said. Because you are in agreement. When you're saying amen to God. That means you are saying what he says. To the point that we live the word. We become the word of God. We live the word. Where we find the Word of God in everything. In Walmart. So what are we asking you to do this morning? What are we asking of you this morning? To get alone with the Word of God. That's ultimately what the spiritual practices do. Ultimately what the spiritual practices do is get you alone with the Word of God. It's more time in the Word of God. And that's what we're driving for. More of God's Word. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this Word. That you are driving to us an understanding. More of you. Less of ourselves. More of your Word. More of your Word. When more of you comes a part of our lives, then that grace that we desire to trust you more will happen. When we seek you. Seek you in our daily lives. Let us receive this word and let us be ready to practice it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen.
0: We hope you enjoyed this broadcast. You can find out more about us at dkin dot cc. That's d k e N dot C. We look forward to seeing you next time. God bless you.